Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You are now listening to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you are listening to us. I am your host, Rob Kennedy, and this is the Molten Fantasy Sport Podcast. And more importantly, it is round one of the AFL co-host, Mickey Dell. How are you feeling? Oh, Robbie, I'm excited. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the footy is back. Get around it. You'll see below, click and subscribe on our page, please. We love the feedback we're getting. We're loving the comments. You'll see at Big Horse on Twitter, at Rob K underscore FS for Robbie on Twitter. Robbie, it's footy day. You pumped? I'm so pumped. And if anyone isn't just scrambling to get their team ready, you're doing my team reveal right now to help you through this. We've just done yours. Before that, we had... Uh, Dwayne Delminico, 2019 uh, champion. Like We couldn't bring you any better content to get you ready for Bounce Down today to get your team sorted. Once you get your team sorted, even below that subscribe button, make sure you join our league. Do not miss out. 237-113-237-113 for anyone listening along on the podcast. If those that are watching us on YouTube, you can't forget the code. It's right there on the screen. Go and join our league. We're well over 160 players and leagues in our in our competition. Dwayne is in that competition, so come yes. and beat a previous champion. We've got so many prizes up for grabs in that league as well. Is exciting. Mm. But what's more exciting is the sponsors who are getting behind this podcast, which just started out as a fun little pipe dream to just get on and chew the fat with some mates. But the blokes at uh, the Standard Squeeze, what have they uh, – I know we mentioned it before, but somebody might have only just joined us. And if they have, welcome. And you're about to hear one of the best prizes that we have to offer. So tell them, Dell, because they need to get in before uh, before this weekend for the first Absolutely. week. Absolutely. So before the footy starts, guys, we need you to be part of our league to be 
to be eligible for the prizes that were given away within the league. So you like, subscribe as well. And what we're doing is it's going to be called the Squeezer of the Week. The Squeezer of the Week award doesn't mean that you're going to get bullied or we're going to pick on you or you or anything like that. We're going to reward the person with the ballsiest comment or prediction for the week. So, for example, Robbie, if you think your Hawks are going to beat my Bombers by 300 points and they win by 300 points, that's quite bloody out there. You'll win the prize that week. So that's just an example for our guests, viewers, listeners, subscribers at home, watching, following, all that sort of jazz. Put your comments in below. Tell us what's going to happen. And if you're the most outlandish that gets the closest, you'll win what's near on a $100 prize pack from the guys at the Standard Squeeze. So thanks to Ash Sutton at the boys there at the Standard Squeeze for jumping on board and supporting our podcast. Uh, it's unreal. It's an unreal prize. I think it's a bit of a fun game for everybody to get a hold of. Um, throw something out there and see what happens. But, uh, you know, 300 might be a little bit out there. We, you you want to win this prize, so it's got to be outlandish. You want to make sure in some way it comes through as well. So for the standard squeeze, I'm I'm excited to, to use and, and show this product to everyone. From everything I've seen, it looks absolutely incredible. And sort of where I'm at in life, I think it fits in with me phenomenally. So I can't wait to talk about it more. And I thank them for the support that they're giving this show. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um we dive in. We dive in. How are you feeling about your team at the moment? You revealed it in our last episode. Have you made any changes between now and the ball? Is about to get bounced soonish. Soonish. I am almost, almost done. It's just the one that I mentioned in the prior podcast between Callahan, Flanders, and whether I can drop both of them because I've got a little bit of money in the bank, bring in Cunnington and pick up another rookie. But let's see how that goes. All right, so I'm going to reveal my whole team. So this is the moment. It's going to all come up on screen. Get your get your screenshots ready. You don't need to rush. It's going to be up there for a little while as we walk through my team. So let me let me get it up on the screen for everybody. This is the team that is going to win the 2023 competition. If I can get it up, give me a second. Talk to us a little okay. bit about the 2K League, mate, and our friends out there. Yeah, so JD and the guys at um, at 2K ANZPL uh, are running their Season 6 now on PlayStation 5. So if you think you know or you think you've got what it takes to take on the best in Australia and Oceania, jump on Twitter at ANZPL 2K. Give JD and the guys a message. Register your interest. It's, it's a pretty top league, Robbie. We've just had one from Australia drafted to the 2K League in America, and there's quite a few more on the horizon. And in the first week, Australia against the Americans are 3-0. They're doing well. It's good to see. I love it. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. We know that we've played a bit in the past. We're big advocates for it. You yourself and your brother, very good players. Very good players. I'll give a shout-out to our friend Ryan Hammond out there who is uh, listening along, I'm sure. Gives me a bit of feedback on the podcast. Also gives me a lot of feedback on my 2K abilities or inabilities. Um, mm. But, mate, I'm still I'm still working on that jump shot in the corner, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'll knock it down if you pass it to me every time. Anyways, we, we push on. We push on. Uh, there's my team. My team, for anyone watching along on YouTube, there is my team. For anyone listening along, I'm going to talk you through it. We are going to pump through these ones. These are plays we've talked about before. And I'm going to let Dell throw out some questions to me and anything that he wants to question. The back line is no dissimilar to yours, mate. I've got Doherty, Dale, and Angus Brayshaw is the, is the point of difference for us there. 
Uh-huh. Ginby, Wilmont, and Constable. I think they speak for themselves with their prices. With the Yo coming out, I've now gone the sort of three primo and three rookies. I did make that move and have Yo as my D4. So in a way, that was my primo sort of POD change because a lot of people had him at D2, even D3. So that kind of threw me off a little bit. So I've just gone with the three and three. And then now with Chessa and Cohen on my bench. Cohen obviously getting named to play this afternoon or this evening, I should say. Pretty standard back line. I love the Dale and Brayshaw pick myself. I feel very confident with them sitting there. And Doherty, to me, is still just the lock ahead of Stuart. What's Brayshaw's ownership? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? 6% it was when I last checked and had yeah, him. So a, he was a, great, a 6%. Oh, that's, yeah. That's not somewhere that norm, that people are normally looking to go. So I like that pick. Can you explain to the viewers at home a little bit about Campbell Chesser? Because, like, for me, I watched him in the practice match against Adelaide, and he, he did look a little bit slow, but I know they're wanting to get games into their rookies. So can you elaborate on that a bit more, mate? Yeah, I think for me, I think he's shown class. We know he's getting picked. West Coast have already announced their, their rookies that are going to play. Um He's going to get picked. He's going to get game time. I think they want to start building for what the future starts to look like. He's shown a lot of class to them. And I think with that sort of price and also the DPP, it's just an absolute lock for me. I think I just know I feel confident he's going to get games. Speed's not a worry to me. I mentioned the name and a, a bit of a, oh, oh, he's a mate. I don't like throwing out the mate line just because you know somebody. But a lad of a bloke in that. Uh, in Matty Prittis, a Brownlow medalist who everybody said was too slow and shouldn't be in the AFL, but he yeah, did it the hard right. way and then comes in and wins a Brownlow. So, if Matty, you're listening along. Congrats, mate, on your career. So, speed's not a worry to me. He's shown a bit of class and he's shown a bit of class by foot. And for me, it's all about that price, getting game and, and DPP. So, it's a bit of a lock for me. Yeah, good. So, we move to the midfield and the guy that has been there since absolute day one for me, Rory Laird, I think he gives me a lot of confidence. Don't look at my C and my V at the moment. I mean, Laird's obviously a confident one with the C. I haven't picked my V for VC for tonight. Cripps could be an option. Doherty could be an option. You see Taranto there wouldn't shy away from him being a, a sneaky, cheeky VC to start me off. But Rory Laird in that one spot. I'm really loving Paddy Cripps as a little bit of a POD as well. He's he's sitting just at 11%, which for me is actually still quite low. And and what he can do, especially with Sam Walsh out. Uh, Josh Kelly, we've talked about him before. He makes us nervous, but I think his ceiling price is so high. This guy is, again, my POD at 3%. So Tom Liberatore sitting there. I think he is actually one of the biggest beneficiaries of Dunkley going to the Lions. We talk about center bounce. Um, entrance and, and appearances in there, and, and he's going to get a ton of them. I think he's an absolute lock to be that inside midfielder for the Bulldogs, and I'm still surprised that he's sitting there at 3%. And after the game he put up in preseason, I think that just solidifies for me at that cost. Mm. Now, this is the one that I've tossed and turned a little bit on, is the, the 50-50 between Setterfield and Hopper. For me, I am all in, and this could be my all-out bust. But when 48% are jumping on Hopper, and I think Setterfield was sitting on about, I wanted to say 14%, but I'll have a look. Um, I really like the way that Dwayne um, sold it to me. He's finally got the role. At one point, he did average in the in the 90s when he sort of got that spot. I think he can do it again. Um, so I like where he's sitting there for me um, as a, a little bit of a point of difference. I don't doubt that Hopper's a safe pick, though, so it could change quickly if I don't have the peanuts to hold him there. 
Um, and then that sort of speaks for themselves. I've got Ashcroft, McKenzie, and Oscar Baker is on the field. And for me, that Filippo Phillips. And I've kind of just put Noah Long in there. Now, I don't want to be that person that just picks somebody gets picked in round one. I don't know a lot about him. I like that he's a DPP between a midfield and a forward. And similar to Chester, I'm like, well, if he's going to get picked now, kind of wondering whether they've got him in their sights to just play a few more games. But mm-hmm. he's one that could come out if I have a little bit of a sneaky better look at some of the other rookies that get named when I look at the team list. Yeah, good. Why did – yeah, I, I know you said a little bit about um, Hopper and Setterfield. What's tipping you over the edge with Setterfield? Is it because of his inside game that he's playing with Essendon and his potential to go really large – in a team that needs that bigger body midfielder or tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, you probably know it better than me, but for me, the one of the things is just watching as an observer of football and looking at lists. The one thing I really questioned about Essendon when they made some moves over the last couple of years was, and look, talent is talent. Superstars are superstars. I think superstars probably use too much. And so is elite, but when they brought in a player like Dylan Shield and Quality player, got class, all those types of things, but he wasn't the player they needed, in my opinion. In my opinion, getting someone like a Setterfield is the type of player they needed. They needed a bigger body. They needed him in there, the way the modern-day football is changing. And I think he's finally getting his chance. And and you've said it, and Dwayne said it extremely well, was he's actually now going to play that role that's required. And with Brad Scott at the helm, obviously he's making those sort of tweaks a bit more to the modern-day football and I think he's going to get every chance to just continue playing that role. And Stringer's not playing from what I heard round one. So um, oh, no. he's going to be that big body in there getting many more center bounce uh, appearances. Yeah, I think I think you'll find being an estimate man that Stringer with Setterfield and the team now will play exclusively forward. So when, when you're talking about uh, Dwayne brought up a good point that he brought in some primos even before they played their third game and their price rise in order to win the 50K. Stringer's one you just stay away from altogether, um, ladies Agreed. and gentlemen. Agreed. He's someone that's injury prone. He's got a few bolts loose between the years, you know. And as an Essendon supporter, it it frustrates me because his best and his worst is just so far apart. Um, so enough about Stringer anyway. <laughs> Tell me about Liberatore. Yep. And why out of McRae, Bontempelli, you're pretty much you're Bailey Smith. Mm-hmm. Why out of all of them did you pick Liberatore? Well, let's be clear. Bontempelli and McRae is a whole different echelon when you start talking about what are we looking at? We're looking at a $60,000 $60, difference. So it's that sixty k mm-hmm. is the difference between me picking, you know, getting players like Bruin or Flanders that we can see down there a little bit lower, maybe having English in the ruck, things like that. Um, allowing me to have an Angus Brayshaw as a as a defensive uh, number three, D3. It, sometimes mm-hmm. you just sort of got to find those players. But for me, what you're saying there is Bontempelli and McRae, who else is going to be in there with them? It's going to be right. Liberatore. It's going to be Liberatore. He's going to be in there. Now, does he have as big of a ceiling as Bontempelli? No. Does he give me a little bit more worry than McRae? Yes. But do I think he can consistently get me, you know, 115, 110? Can he be around that average? Absolutely. I think he's got the ability to go and do it. You said it yourself. He's starting to look a little bit more mature. This mm-hmm. might sound stupid, but I've kind of watched him with the team and he, he's really great with all the guys 
uh, kids and things like that. He seems to be a bit of a family favorite down there. And for me, that's just a sign of maturity. Um, you know, and his break evens around that 105. And I think he's, I think he's, I think he's got the ability to really push through a little bit higher this year. Yeah. So I look for that point of difference, and I felt more comfortable with him going into the center bounces um, than someone like a a Chad Warner who I had there at certain points. Um, yeah. LDU just doesn't speak to me at the moment. Bailey Smith, I actually think plays more the half forward and can go in. So. I like Bailey Smith as well. I think he's an absolute gun. But I think Libertore is 100% their inside mid this year. Yeah, good. And just one more before we move on from our um, midfield group. At M11, you've got Noah Long. Um, You've touched on him a little bit. West Coast boy, you're in Perth yourself. (laughs) What have the local media said about this guy? I read a little piece today saying that they believe they got an absolute steal. I think it was pick 58 in the draft. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, tell us more. Mate, honestly, I'm going to be honest, and, and we've said this about this. I, I'm i not going to pretend, give an answer just because you've asked in a question. I don't know a lot. I saw the same article, I think, that you did. They talk yeah. extremely highly of him. Mm. Um, and to get a game in round one when they don't have a huge number of injuries, they've actually got yeah. their list in probably one of the better places that they've had it for a while. So, yes, Natanui, yes, we heard about Yo, but there's not much else out there. They're probably in that best spot they've been. So... To be Good named, those, yeah, those yeah. two injuries are positions on the ground that Noah Long won't play in. Correct, a hundred percent. So I'm intrigued to have a look at the team. Look, does he get named the sub? I'm not sure. Does he get subbed off? I don't know. At that price and a DPP for me, it was just I'm going to throw him in there until I see more of the names and the lists. Um, and go from there. Because like I've said, I do not like picking someone that I don't know a lot about. But at yep. that price, I'm feeling pretty comfortable that, you know, does he get at least a two, three-game sort of starter um, and go from there? Well, time will tell. I, don't, I think the likes of people picking like Tom Cole and all those sort of things, I think surely surely they're looking at these types of players and going, it's time to make a little bit of a – time to make a bit of a change and a move and get ready for five, ten years' time. For sure. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Let's have a look so at my rucks. rucks. Yeah, sorry, mate. I'm, I'm used to you then driving on from there. So my rucks, yeah. I forgot it was my turn. Um, I've actually followed suit with Dwayne. I've been big on wits. I don't quite have the, oh, I do have the money for wits at the moment, but I'm actually, I'm really liking a, having a bit more coin and going with English. Um, I did like the things that he talked about. Uh, they have such a tall ruck line. Rory Lobb now just being a forward. There's no one really there to purely jump in and take too much percentage away from him being in the ruck. His numbers were extremely promising. 
like any of the rucks. I do worry about injuries, but yeah, I'm pretty confident with English in that ruck one. We've talked about Marshall until the cows come home. I still think he's a must-have regardless of Campbell possibly playing. Um, and Madden is, I'm going the loophole loophole this year, especially with some of the players I've picked, especially having two Carlton players in Cripps and Doherty, which really gives me a license to play that VC role. They've got a lot of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, early mm. games this to start off. Um, Crippers and Dockers are probably some of your best VC options. Those guys can just go ballistic. And if they get your 140, 150, you are laughing. That's right. Uh, there's not much more we can say about the Rucks. They've been a regular occurrence on on each podcast that we've been doing. And even with Dwayne, like for the people out there that are uh, suiting up to be able to give this a real crack, it's really gone. It's Wits. It's mm. English. It's Marshall. Mm. And is there anyone else? Darcy. Yeah, Darcy. They're pretty, yep. much, they're pretty much your five rucks, even gone to a lesser extent. They're your five rucks. No one else is really touching anyone else. Yeah, and I mean, and everybody's sort of saying, who are you putting with Marshall as well? So that makes it even kind of smaller in a sense, which is no That's one's right. kind of showing the different two sort of combinations. It's which one of the other four are you putting with Marshall? Um, right. I think recently the Phantom Phantom SC came out and he had gone in his ruck from, from all accounts from what I saw, which was an interesting one to get people talking a little bit more. Um, I put out a vote recently on Twitter, which <coughs> please jump on and follow us. I, I mean, I could give a shout out to so many people on there. I, I think it's just so intelligent with the way they talk about football. So thank you for all your knowledge. I put out there Wits. It was Wits and Flanders or um, Darcy and Fife, which I actually realized was Gold Coast and Fremantle combined. Out of about something like 430-odd votes of people jumping on board, it was only about a 52-48 in the way of Wits and Flanders. So it shows that there's still a lot of thought out there on what those kind of combinations could look like. So, yeah, I've thrown English in there. But we move on. Um, The forwards is an interesting one for me now. I've had a bit of a play around. You two have both sold me on making a bit of a change. I did have... Dunkley, well, I've got Dunkley, Rosie, Taranto. They sort of speak for themselves. I don't have the cash for Canelio, and I think those are the strongest three. Um, everyone is selling me on Rosie. I'm a huge uh, Canelio fan. I was lucky enough to be his assistant coach at the 15 State Cricket National Championships that we won. Shout out to to Iggy. Hope you're doing well, mate. Um, but I feel comfortable with those three. Um, and then I've put in Brune, Flanders, uh, and Sheasel, which I feel I feel okay about i don't love i'm not on the golden train like some people are i did have fife there but Dwayne's kind of pushed me towards that hole he's all about the cbas and I, and I really do get that argument i'm intrigued to see where fife does go in the midfield i think they're playing a bit of bit of funny buggers there i don't think he's going to be purely a forward i, I think he'll maybe go in the midfield but I might have to give a shout out to my mate at, at frio and see if he knows any more than i do um, yeah. And then Fergus Green and, and Davey, we've talked about them as well. I think they're they're really surpri- uh, exciting people. Green's the type of co- type of rookie price person you want, and and Davey looks like he's going to have a nice little role there at the Bombers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're my two panic positions in Bruin and Flanders. But I don't know how much more I can do with the cash. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit of a sticking point, isn't it? I, for me personally, I like what you've done there. Um, I can see why you'd be a bit panicky. It's a bit to to the people at home that probably don't watch as much footy as what we do. That they might be a bit of a panic pick, so to speak. But I think with Tanner Brune, I'm quietly confident 
that he will play midfield and a lot of midfield minutes with Geelong. He just he just will. Flanders, I'm not so sure. He'll be through that rotation, but I think he'll play a lot of halfback wing midfield. So he'll be, he'll be in and around the ball. He won't average you 90 to 100 each week. He got 100 in the preseason game, but remember that was without, was it Raul and without Took Miller, who are both back in for this weekend. Um, yeah, it's sort of, that's, don't expect him to be a keeper, but when you're talking about points and the overall scheme of things where both of us are trying to be the overall winner of the overall score, I reckon it's a good pick. And that's, to me, mate, and that's where, and look, we've talked about this as well, there's all the trades that have come into the rule changes now, so heaps of trades. You've got the bonus trades that you can use five rounds as well to add the extra one in. You can make some moves. I mean, if all of a sudden a rookie comes out of nowhere, there's going to be a massive prize uh, price rise. You can downgrade one, then upgrade the other. I think we've got a lot more flexibility to just stay on top of that. And I think that's where people need to tune into us. We're going to bring that research to who is most likely to be the biggest rise, who is most likely to be the biggest drop, people that you didn't notice before. That's where this year's winner is going to come from, the person who does the research, watches the games, because you can't just pick somebody based off what score they got. You have to be smart in actually seeing if they're still going to play that role. So, look, Liberatore, the set of fields, even the Crips are the ones, and the Angus Brayshaw for me were the ones where I go, I feel really good about those. Set of field might change to Hopper because I might be chained, you know, just to feel a bit safer. Like we either win together as 48% of us or we fail together and then we make the move. I don't know. I challenge you. I, I want to see you keep that. <sighs> I think personally. I feel good about it. Set of field's got a higher upside than Hopper. All right. I will leave him there. Uh, I will do it for you, Dell. And, mate, you might be getting a call. Where maybe we've put in Brent. Nah, I, I do like it. I actually feel really good about where this team's at now, other than the fact of if some crazy pick sort of comes from a team and when those teams get revealed. We've, we've filmed this just before all the teams have been fully dropped. Um, but, yeah, no, I feel good about it. We'll... Um, We'll stop sharing that there. What I like as well is I like that I've put a little bit of money on the bench without going too crazy. Like I kind of yeah. like Filippo on my bench. I know he's at that 166. Mm-hmm. I've got Baker on the field. So it's not like I've gone and splashed out cash because you could easily put Filippo on and Baker off. But I feel confident about Baker's role more than I do about knowing exactly what Filippo is going to do. Um, yeah. What What's your thoughts? We didn't really touch on it. Where's your thoughts at on Crips? Yeah, I... I would like him in my team. I just don't have the money. Like he's the last, what, five years he's shown potential and then he goes quiet. But then last year he went bang, bang, bang and went off the charts. I think he's going to be similar again this year. Just with my midfield the way it is, I just can't fit him in. I want to ask you the question, but hold on. I need to quickly just do it before. The reason, the other thing about Crips for me and why he sort of got back in my side was um, my father and my two sort of brother-in-laws, we have a, we always do a top eight predictor, Coleman, Brownlow, Wooden Spooners, Rising Star, trying to work out. I think that's everything. And for yeah. me, I, re- I try to think outside the box and Callum Mills was going to be my pick, but I was like, this isn't about trying to win value at a bet. This is just trying to pick who you think is going to win it. And I sort of looked at it and I went, with Walsh out especially, surely Cripps is the guy to still poll the votes there, which means he's going to have some big – and the more I think about it, he's going to poll the votes again, even if they lose games, win games. And I have Carlton sneaking into my top eight this year. 
And that for me just spits that he's going to have some big games. And so he mm-hmm. snuck in. So I will say this to you though. Yeah. If I take him out with the money that I do have on the bench, I do have the ability to go all the way up to Callum Mills, which also means Marcus Bontempelli, Jack McRae, Christian Petrarca, who I think people are sleeping on way too much as well. Um, am I stupid just going with Cribs and not going a Marcus Bontempelli? No. No, I think I think you've done it pretty well there. It's a it's a a player that I'd like to know his ownership as well for Crips, but it's 13, a player that 13. 13. Yeah, is that all? Yeah. That's almost a, a pod option in itself. And that's so. Petrarca. But it's like Petrarca. Petrarca's at 10%. And Jack McRae, those dropped to 13% as well, mate. Yeah, right. Unbelievable. Like, I sleep but, easier with a Jack McRae in my team, but I yeah, yeah. feel like the ceiling for a Paddy Cripps. And like, I do like the VC sort of option at the start. I, I, he could easily be my VC today over, over Doc. Who, who have you got winning today? I've got the Tigers. Uh, I've got the Tigers winning tonight. Okay. So I rate, I rate, I rate Carlton. I think Sam Walsh has to get back in that team, yeah. but I, I do like the Tigers lineup this year. I've got they're in, they're into my eight. I think I've got them just finishing fifth, but I actually yeah. have them finish. I have them doing a, uh, they'll finish top four. They'll make a prelim, but they'll finish fifth in the year. Is where I have them. Yeah. Okay. I think. My prediction for today or tonight is that Carlton's on-ball brigade will win like that midfield matchup, but overall Richmond will win the game. Yeah, interesting. I've got mm. Tommy Lynch with the – I've got Tommy Lynch with my Coleman pick. I think he I think he kicks the goals for Missy. Yeah, I, I just – I can't see Carlton stopping Rewalt, Lynch, these sorts of guys. And, and I, Dusty, I know Carlton and Shea. Has, Dusty and Shea up forward now, like more forward. Yeah. yeah, and I know that people are going to go, what about Mackay? What about Kerno? Mm. Yeah, I, I understand that to a degree, but you've got to stop the goals, not just kick the most amount of goals. So uh, good luck stopping Richmond's forward line tonight. Is there is there a part of you that could possibly pick Taranto as your VC today? No. No, I think, I think he'll score well, but tonight Doherty will be my VC. And then if that goes well, I'll sub on, sub on Madden, as we've, we've spoken about in the past, as our loophole player. Yep. If it doesn't go well, it'll be Rory Laird. Yep. It's a safe pick, isn't it? I know I should do the same thing, but there's a part of me that kind of wants to go Crips, but we'll see how we go. He is coming yeah. back from an ankle niggle, so it might be a little bit silly, but uh, yeah. always look out for the – always worry about the wounded warrior. They sometimes find a way to come out and do something pretty special. That's right. Anyways, shout out. I'd love to give a shout out to our other sponsor. We probably needed we probably need to jump them up in the show a little bit, I think. We'll we'll get them higher up in the next episode because these guys have been a fantastic supporter of the side. Tell us about Snap Fitness in, yeah, uh, Snap in Fitness. Bendigo and Epsom. Yeah, Snap Fitness, Bendigo and Epsom, guys. If you're looking for a gym to work out at, but struggling for time with kids, family, management, all that sort of jazz, head on in, see Mark and Emma at the team. They've got free child mining services. All of those people that work within these child minding uh, areas do have their working with children's checks, so you know they're being looked after by the best possible people. I myself, I'm doing a class with Marka Pilates class tomorrow. I'm not looking forward to it. I don't know how my body's going to bend or pull up from it. So our next podcast, I'll let you know exactly how I'm going with it. But again, look no further than Snap Fitness, Benny Garn Epsom, guys. 
mate. They'll take care of you. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to the hoodie because winter's coming. It's probably coming more for you than it is for me over in country Victoria, mate. I think sure. the sun was shining through the curtains behind me just before here, here in Perth, WA. But uh, looking forward to rocking the Snap Fitness hoodie. They have some cool merch out there. Um, and if their merch is anything to go by, I guarantee you their gym is top-notch five stars. Absolutely. So get out and support those who support us. Thank you so much. Um, if you haven't below and you're listening along or you see the code, guys, this is your last chance to join our Fantasy Super Coach League, uh, 237113. That one more time, 237113. You can take on myself at the Delicious Raviolis. You can take on Mickey Dell. You can take on uh, Dwayne, the 2019 champion. Uh, we've got so many great people in there and a really good opportunity. And no, that's not my middle finger for anyone listening at home. That is my wedding finger. You can rock the ring. If you win our league this year, we've got some cool Super images up. Ring, yeah, Absolutely. Sir, Make sure you follow us on all the platforms. This is the time, guys, to follow along and subscribe. We are going to bring you all the news, all the reviews of everything football to get you ready to come third behind me and Mickey in Supercoach for this year. So this has been the Molten Fantasy Sport Podcast. Go and enjoy the footy. Peace out. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.